Hi, I'm Johanna Ferreira, content director of Pop Sugar Juntos. Juntos is all about celebrating Latin A culture, pride, our many intersectional identities, and joy. Thanks to support from Prime, there's so much to get into over at Juntos this month. From conversations with the Latin A minds behind our favorite new movies and resurrected TV shows, to thoughtful celebrity commentary, and exclusive interviews with some of the biggest Latin music artists today. And it doesn't stop there. Get more of the music, movies, and shopping you love on Prime. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more of whatever you're into from streaming to shopping. And get all of our latest coverage at PopSugar.com slash Juntos. Con amor, Johanna. Support for this show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you. And their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now Edit, also known as the Nine Edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western-style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained. Because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24. In June of this year, a 72-year-old man in the UK named Gerald Stratford posted a photograph of himself in his garden on Twitter. He wrote, Just giving my onions their daily inspection, a crucial time now for veg. The tweet, like many of Gerald Stratford's tweets, went viral. When was the first time you thought about Twitter or heard this thing Twitter? Right. As an extra part of my hobby, I like growing big vegetables to show in local competitions mainly. And in 2019, early 2019... One or two of my friends uh, around the country said, Gerald, we're on Twitter. And I said, what's Twitter? And they explained to me it's a forum similar to Facebook. And if you go on it, they said, you know, we can send photographs to each other, talk. And so I thought, yes, I, I, I think I'd do that. He says his nephew, Stephen, helped him get all set up. And so once a week, I would just randomly take a photograph of what I'm doing, send it on Twitter, and, you know, talk amongst my friends. And and then in May of 2020, I had a bucket of new potatoes in the greenhouse which were ready to harvest. So I I said, come on, Liz, let's go out and see what we've got. And we took a before and after photograph of harvesting this bucket of potatoes. And I got just under four pound of spanking new shiny potatoes. And I just put a comment on, on Twitter with the photograph and a short while later my phone was going ballistic I really didn't know what was going on and so I phoned Stephen up Stephen said I'll come back 
So he come back a while later and he said, you've just gone viral. And I said, what's viral? Uh, underneath your Twitter bio, it says, retired fisherman and gardener heavy into growing big veg. Yes. <laughs> you sign all of your tweets, cheers. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice word, isn't it? You know, it's almost like saying smile. Smile, please. Will you read me a couple of the tweets that you've put out recently, what they've said? Uh, one moment. Now, what shall I do with this big boy celery? It's a gigantic celery you're holding. What did you do with that celery? Put peanut butter on it? Marmite and peanut butter is my favourite. You can do so much with celery. Cream cheese is a nice one. Cre cream cheese with pineapple. Oh. Or cream, this is a nice one, to give it a crunch. Cream cheese with walnuts. Will you describe the, the, the picture for me in, the, in that tweet? It was... Me dressed in my, my normal gardening gear. Um, I always like to smile. You know, it's no good having a miserable face if somebody's taking a photograph, is it? You're wearing suspenders? Oh, yes. I, I wear suspenders all the time. I do like fashion. I, I like, even when I'm gardening... Why, why shouldn't I be smart? I'm looking at this picture, and there's a, there's a picture of you standing near this, the, a, a potato plant and then another side-by-side side with this great bowl of these brand-new potatoes. That's it. Could you read it? This variety is Charlotte, all from 15 seeds. The ones in my lap all weigh over one pound. The biggest went one pound ten ounces. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> In practically every tweet he posts, there's a picture included of Gerald posing with a vegetable, smiling. Sometimes he writes what he's going to cook with it. Just picking some Victoria plums, we're now going to make some jam. Other times, he'll include gardening tips, like, Now is the time to order your big veg seed. I think demand will be high this winter. Cheers. And sometimes he just writes something simple. I thought I would brighten up the day. It's raining outside. Cheers. That one was posted with a picture of a carrot. Gerald says he always tries to respond to anyone who writes to him on Twitter, just saying hi or asking for gardening advice. And now he posts videos too, showing how he stores carrots for the winter or how to dry and prepare string beans to plant next year. Good morning. Runner beans or string beans for next year. There's the dry pod which I've let the frost attack. Now I am just taking the beans out. They are lovely. Cheers. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. a little bit about where you live and, and what it's like there in your in your garden. 
Right, I live in this little village of Milton under Whitswood in West Oxfordshire. Um, it's just at the beginning of the Cotswolds, an area of UK called the Cotswolds. Uh, I think it's pretty, very pretty. Um, we have a very small front garden, but a very big back garden. And we spend most of our days in the back garden. Gerald grows all kinds of vegetables in his garden. Carrots, tomatoes, pumpkins, lettuce, cauliflower, and potatoes. Lots of potatoes. And the fun thing, when I grow potatoes, I love to grow potatoes. The exciting thing is getting to dig for them and not actually knowing what you're going to find. And then you find a really big one hiding. <laughs> yes. A- any, any vegetable which is growing below the ground, there's a tinge of excitement. Because you don't know what is below the ground. You know, you could have a lovely... A crop of foliage and you think here goes and there's hardly anything and you could go next door have a little spindly plant which is absolutely stuffed with potatoes below. Gerald has the gardens around his house and he also has what's called an allotment in his town's community garden. It's something we've done in this country since Oh, the First World War. You know, when soldiers come back from the war, they needed somewhere to grow stuff to produce food for their families. And the government created allotments up and down the country. And it's still going now. You know, you pay a rent for a small piece of land to grow vegetables. Gerald remembers when he was growing up in a village called Cassington. His father had an allotment. When I was a young lad, my father, he was very ill. And me and my brothers were always helping him uh, to do the things which he was struggling with. But he was a very good gardener. And he gave me a very small piece of his garden. And I planted... Lettuce and radish. He gave me some lettuce seed and radish seed. I think I was about five. How'd it go? Fine, fine. I I used to get up first thing in the morning, run down the garden, look at it, give it some water, come home from school, straight down the garden, Tell me about your father. What, what, what did he do? What was his job, and and what type of a gardener was he? Uh, well, I think he was the best gardener in the world, but I'd be biased, wouldn't I? He was a farm labourer. Um, he was mixed up in the Second World War. I was born just after the Second World War, 1948, and. He was very ill, very ill. He had tuberculosis, back problems, and sadly he passed away in 1966 when I was only 17. 
So in the 17 years we were together, we packed so much in. What was his favorite thing to grow? Onions. He liked onions. Yes, onions and sweet peas. He loved sweet peas and in the winter, well, autumn, leading up to Christmas, he always had carnations in the greenhouse. Any flower which dad grew was for his wife, my mum, my mother. And what what do you remember when you were a little boy? What was the best thing that you remember eating out of your father's garden in the summer? What what was the thing that you all enjoyed eating the most? Going back then, everything was seasonal. You only ate salad when salad was available. You never ate salad in the winter. And so the first salad mother used to make in a a large ceramic bowl with tomatoes, cucumber, radish, lettuce. She used to chop up some mint to go with it and boiled eggs cut in half on the top. And that would be in the center of the table with a plate of bread, sliced bread either side for me dad and my brothers you know that that i never forget that you know the best supermarket or shop in the world will never be as good as a fresh vegetable you've harvested yourself brought it indoors prepared and cooked or eat raw Do you like to cook yourself now? Do you enjoy cooking your own vegetables? I've got a very good partner in Elizabeth who cooks lovely food. But, yes, I like cooking as well. Elizabeth Stratford is Gerald's partner. Gerald often tweets about the different things she's doing with the vegetables. In one tweet, he wrote, I do like a nice fresh cabbage. Liz will cook it with new potatoes and a nice pie. Cheers. Sometimes, Liz appears in the photos, too. Once, Gerald posted a photo of the two of them, sitting in their garden, surrounded by flowers. He wrote, Liz and myself taking in the last of the rays before dinner. Cheers. How long ago did you two meet? We've known each other for nearly 50 years, but uh, we've only lived together for five When I was in my early 20s, I came home for the summer and this fellow came in the pub and asked me, would I go to a dance with him at the village hall? And I said, yes, all right. So we went to the village hall. This is Liz Stratford. She also grew up in Cassington and her parents owned a pub there. And one evening, she went to a dance with a young man named Ralph Stratford. And then his younger brother, Gerald, asked Liz to dance. And we were dancing, and he said to me, you came from my brother Ralph, didn't you? And I said, yes. And he said, well, you won't be going home with him, will you? And I said, uh, excuse me, yes, I will. <laughs> so I did go home with brother Ralph, and I married brother Ralph, and we were married for 43 years. 
until he died of leukemia in 2010. But all this time, Gerald had been a friend. He, in the meantime, had got married and had children. And his marriage ended, unfortunately. Anyway, after Ralph died, Gerald used to come round giving me support and one thing led to another and we, we got together and then we, um, we decided we'd move in together about five years ago. <laughs> so we've been friends for over 50 years but together for five years. So, Tom, so you were in the pub and you see Liz. What did you think? My brother scored here. <laughs> my, my, my brother's got a good one there. <laughs> you know. And now, 50 years later? Yes, we're an item. <laughs> I love her dearly. this show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you. And their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now edit, also known as the Nine edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained, because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docuseries, Running Sucks. Is running the worst? Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so freaking much. That you're a real runner now! I hate it. <laughs> I'm Abby Ayers, a 37-year-old mom from Utah who found herself running across the Manhattan Bridge in my first race ever. Running Sucks celebrates women who run and the running communities that carry them across the finish line. Running helped me in so many ways postpartum. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. For every person like you, I'm telling you you belong, and I'm telling you you can do it. I never thought the words would leave my mouth, but yes, I'm planning on running a marathon. (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing, because, like, who would have thought? Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course. You've known each other for so long. I've always wondered when you know someone for so long, do you feel like there's a point where you don't have to try to fill the space anymore with talking? Sometimes you can just be with someone and and let it be quiet and and go about your business in the garden and you know the person's there and 
They know you're there, and that's good enough. Oh, yes. Yeah, it gets to the stage when you always know what the other person's thinking. You know, I'll come in and say something, and Elizabeth has said, I've just thought of that, Gerald, and vice versa. Sometimes Elizabeth will say something, which I'm thinking, you know, we're, we're on the same wavelength. It's much, you know, being friends is so much deeper than that word love. You know, love is there, yeah. But the, the word friend, I think, is such a big, big word. I'm not a person for showing sort of feelings. I'm quite a strong-willed person. Um, possibly some people might say I'm opinionated. <laughs> but... I I do show my love for Elizabeth in a lot of different ways by just being her servant, doing anything she wants me to do. You know, if there's something with, since she's broke her ankle, bless her, she's struggling a little bit, and I just take over and do all the things she can. And that, that is love. Of course it is. I think they call that, there's all these different types of love languages I read about once. And I think that you, you're a guy who does something called acts of service. And a lot of people like that. I personally think acts of service is the best of the love languages. So, Gerald, you and I might be on the same page. He's taken. What do you think is the key to a good relationship? What are the things that we get wrong when we're younger and confused by other things? What do you what do you think? What do you think is the key? Being on the same wavelength, liking the same things, and having patience. I think that's one of the greatest things. I mean, when I was younger, I used to fly off the handle at things, you know. Um, much as I loved my first husband, we'd, we'd have awful rows because uh, we'd disagree over something and I would slap the handle and so would he. But with Gerald, if, if he gets a bit, he does have his moments and I just think, oh, it'll blow over and do nothing. But it does, I do think patience is a great virtue. I decided right at the very beginning, Twitter would be just me, Liz, and the garden. Sometimes, if I want to tweet with, say, some chutneys or pickles or something, I I run that over with Elizabeth because it's part of she's a part of it. But most of the time, I just go with the flow. That's an old English saying, go with the flow. I write it down on a piece of paper first. And if I like it, I then tweet it. You know, I'm just going to tell the world if they're interested what I do in my garden. And I think with this lockdown and so many people are sad 
it's it's giving them a light, a light, you know, to enjoy. You know, I I love my vegetables immensely. You know, I I'm not senile, but I do talk to them when I'm tending to them and and everything. And why not? You know, it's a positive thing, isn't it? Is that true? Is that true, Liz? Does he talk to his vegetables? Oh yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> do you catch him? So you catch him talking to his vegetables out there. He doesn't have to talk to you all the time because he's got all of his vegetables to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I tell you, he even has a um, a radio in the greenhouse in the summer for the tomatoes, and he plays the radio for them to keep them happy. <laughs> I say good morning every morning. And I say good night every night. If I sense they're feeling a bit lonely, I put the radio on. What 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 radio station do you put on? Oh, it all depends on the weather. If if it's a bit cloudy and not very nice, you know, I put some happy music on. And. But I think most of the time they just like a nice bit of classical. I would say classical too. That's what I thought you were going to say first. Yeah. No, but I, if I love them, they will love me back by producing. I wonder if it feels different now, because before, when you were just tweeting for your buddies, the stakes were kind of low. But now you've got almost 200,000 people looking at these. Yes, I just try and be just nice and polite and hope that that works. For Christmas this year, Gerald and Liz are preparing packages to send to their children and grandchildren with the chutneys, jams, and pickles they've been making all summer long. Gerald says he's planning to make a Christmas lunch that will include lots of vegetables from his garden, roasted parsnips, carrots and potatoes, and Brussels sprouts with bacon and chestnuts. After that, he and Liz will watch the Queen's annual Christmas speech on television. Thank you both, and I hope you have a good rest of your afternoon. Thank you very much. Cheers. Okay, good. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Love is created by Lauren Spohr and me. Nadia Wilson is our senior producer. Our producers are Susanna Robertson and Aaron Wade. Audio mix by Michael Raphael, Johnny Vince Evans, and Rob Byers of Final Final V2. Our illustrator is Julian Alexander. You can see photos of Gerald on our website, where we've got his recipe for Brussels sprouts with bacon and chestnuts. Go to thisisloveshow.com. What's the biggest vegetable you've ever grown? Weight-wise, a pumpkin, 152 pounds. Wow. I've had carrots. 48 inches long. I've had potatoes, two pounds, four ounces. 
and I'm thinking next year of trying to produce a giant potato. Watch his space. (laughs) (laughs) This is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. We're a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love. This show comes from Nine West. Winter's finally coming to a close, but you might still fall the very ground beneath your feet with the hottest new trends from Nine West. Nothing beats the confidence the perfect little piece can give you, and their new collections of footwear, apparel, and accessories will let you take on the world in style. Use their Need It Now Edit, also known as the Nine Edit, to search effortlessly through trends like Western-style boots, loafers, and more. It's time to wear our confidence, ladies. We can't be contained, because this spring at Nine West, we are infinite. Buy now and get 15% off with code PODCAST24.